Ever pinch pennies all year for that one family vacation only to feel the budget blues afterward? If so, I was just like you. After three long vacationless years, I stumbled upon travel hacking and cracked the code to amazing vacations that I could actually afford. Welcome to Hacking Your Wanderlust. In this podcast, you will discover how opening credit cards strategically can save you thousands on travel. We're not just dreamers anymore. We're two adventurous moms turning dreams into reality. Join us as we spill all the travel hacking secrets. And contrary to popular belief, traveling on points and miles isn't reserved for the elite or those with overflowing bank accounts. It's for everyday people like you and me learning to turn routine expenses into free travel. Consider us your travel hacking guides. This is Hacking Your Wanderlust. Let the adventure begin. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Hacking Your Wanderlust podcast. I am your host, Mary Ellen. And I am Joe. We are so happy you're with us today because you guys... We just had the most awesome interview with our friend Ryan from Profits and Points. It was so great. We're so excited for you to hear it. We talked everything about the Amex Platinum. I am a big Amex girl. My family has both the Amex Gold credit card and the Amex Platinum credit card. And it is one of the, as we'll learn from Ryan, one of the kind of trickier credit cards to balance the annual fee and offset it with the benefits of the card. But the benefits are actually really huge. When you add them all up, they very far outweigh the cost of the annual fee, but it's a little bit of a journey to get there. You really have to think about which credits are right for your family and kind of add up whether you can get a lot of benefit from this card. But I will tell you, Joanna, I love the MX Platinum because it is going to be key to my upcoming 15th anniversary trip to Switzerland. So we are definitely using this card and using it for some really cool vacations. You know, I did want to say as a person who is not an Amex card holder right now and who didn't know a ton about this world, this episode is for you also non-Amex people because you might just want to be an Amex person at the end of this episode. It is really very comprehensive. I learned so much. And it's just, it's a really cool group of cards. Yeah. I do think it is important to learn about the different card families. Even if you are, you have kind of a plan for your next card, you need to know the long game. Mm -hmm. So even if you are not in the MX world right now, it is important to learn about each card so that you know, okay, what long-term are my strategies or which cards am I going to next? So no matter where you are in your points journey, I think this episode will be really helpful for learning about something that may be on your radar at some point in your points journey. Absolutely. So we are not going to put you on the edge of your seats any longer. We are going to take you straight to that interview. So we are going to let you hear our interview with Ryan from Profits and Points. Let's get started. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. We were so honored when you agreed to come on and talk to us because we both follow you on Instagram and we are just overwhelmed and impressed with the amount of information that you have to share in this space. It's it's really, really helpful. Like you're kind of a first go-to when we're trying to learn stuff. So tell us about 
yourself and how you got into this hobby and how you turned it into something that you're growing online. We want to know all the details. Absolutely. Um, It's great to be here. First off, Uh, you all have an awesome podcast. I've listened to every episode now, I think. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So very excited to be here. Um, My travel hacking journey goes back over a decade now. When I first graduated from college, um, I was traveling a lot for work and I was collecting points and miles by flying and staying in hotels, which as you all know, that is not the fastest way to collect points and miles. But at the time, it was what I knew. So I was like trying to learn how to game the system with that. And then um, I'm super excited for today's topic because my first card actually was the American Express Platinum card back when it was $450 a year, which has gone up a lot since then. But at that time, I wasn't really into the points and miles side of credit cards. I got it because I wanted lounge access. I was spending so Mm. much money eating and drinking in airports that I was like, this could be a money saver at the end of the day if I'm going to lounges versus spending at airports and restaurants. Absolutely. I am so impressed that your first travel card was Amex Platinum. Like you went straight to the top, baby. (laughs) And yeah. I don't think I would recommend that for 99% <laughs> of people, honestly. <laughs> honestly, yes. especially with the changes that we'll mention today, where Amex just had a recent change for those who don't know, where if you sign up for the Amex Platinum and earn that sign up bonus, you are not eligible later than to sign up for Amex Gold and get the sign up bonus. So that is something tricky that changed recently that affects my family because my husband similar to you, got the Amex Platinum without ever having gotten the Amex Gold. And so I was really bummed when I saw that change, but it is what it is. Actually, I was wondering if that was 10 years ago for you, does that mean you've kind of beat out the once in a lifetime rule and been able to do it again? Because they say once in a lifetime, but it's seven years, right? Right. Uh, Allegedly. I haven't tested that yet. Um, (laughs) One of these days, I will. Does that mean that Amex Platinum is one of your longest credit cards? So you're trying to keep it open just for your length of credit history? Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, I have credit cards from college too, though. You know, you sign up on on campus and get the free t-shirt. Those were, those are a little bit longer than that. So. um. (laughs) Okay, good. So it's not your longest running credit card. No, no. (laughs) When did you learn about sign-up bonuses? Like, when did it shift from, I'm just earning these points the traditional way to, oh, wow, I can leverage these welcome offers? Pretty quickly after that, as I started to look at other cards in the the realm, and um, I've definitely seen over the last 10 years, the sign-up bonus thing has changed dramatically in that it's grown. Like, sign-up bonuses are way, way bigger these days than they used to be 10 years ago. So I think they've grown as interest has grown in the hobby, which is great because that just means more travel for everyone. It does make me a little sad, though, that I uh, uh, caved on some cards early on when I was getting 40, 50,000 points when I could have gotten these huge sign-up bonuses that exist now. Were there content creators in this space back when you started? Was there anyone you could follow and learn from? Because I think Mary Ellen and I are more the last few years, not a decade. We do not have the longevity. So, I mean, was was Instagram even a thing 10 years ago? I can't remember. It's too far back. Yeah, it was definitely a thing, but people were just kind of posting their own photos, if I remember. I wasn't a big Instagram user 10 years ago. 
But back then, I would say it was mostly message boards. The points guy was just starting around mm. that time. So that was kind of the main online source. But yeah, there's a message board called Flyer Talk that that was like the popular thing in that community in the community yes. 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. When did you decide that you wanted to help people or did you just fall into it naturally? So I was always answering questions for friends and coworkers because I have been in the hobby, but the Instagram page actually kind of started as a pandemic hobby right towards mm. the the beginning. I was kind of bored at home, travel had stopped, so I started creating content and um, I was a college professor at one point, and I just love teaching others. So that's, that's so neat. Awesome. What did you teach yeah. in college? Marketing. Ooh, awesome. Okay, this yeah. all makes sense to me. I get it now. You you have a like a marketing background presence online that like really is just interesting to listen to, but is so helpful in like very short amounts of time. I'm always super impressed about how much you can fit in one little video where I walk away going, oh my gosh, I understand something so much better now. And it was 90 seconds. I appreciate that. I spent a lot of time scripting beforehand to make sure it fits in those 90 seconds. So. <laughs> I mean, you really have to. It's it is an art and you are great at it. Well, let's dive into the card then. In terms of the Amex Platinum, which I will tell the listeners I do not have. Everybody knows I haven't branched into the world of Amex yet, but you two know all about this world. So I would love to know right off the top, can we talk about the sign up bonus, the annual fee, and then kind of tell us your favorite uh, benefits of the card? Yeah, absolutely. So right now it's $695 per year, which is a hefty, hefty annual fee, probably one of the highest in the entire points and miles game, if not the highest aside from probably what the Centurion card, but I don't think uh, points and miles people are paying 5000 a year in an annual fee, which I think that's what that is for that one. But yeah, hard pass. Um, in addition, yeah, in addition to that 695 there is a cost for authorized users. Um, mm. It used to be $175 and you could add up to three authorized users. But now they just changed that a few months ago to where it's $195 per authorized user. So it is an expensive, expensive card. That's why There is one hack that I'll mention to get around uh, the annual fee, not completely get around it. Um, but if you work for a company that gives you an American Express corporate card, so you have Ooh. a credit card through work, you can actually call the number on the back of that American Express corporate card, and you can get $150 off your annual fee every year. So I'm lucky oh, enough wow. to have that. Yeah. So um, and I think they give $100 off the gold card as well, $50 off some other cards of Amex. So that's a that's a little known um, hack. That's on huge. Saving on, that's yeah, awesome. On Absolutely. Um, and then the sign up bonus, the current public one is 80,000 points for $8,000 in spend, I believe in the first six months. And that is also increased in the past few months. That is a hefty, hefty welcome bonus spend. So you definitely need to plan if you're mm -hmm. going to take advantage of that, as most of these things, I recommend waiting until there's a higher signup bonus because that is the standard one as of right now. Um, and sometimes they do increase them. Sometimes they increase them through referral links. Um, sometimes the public offer increases. So just search around 
um, before committing to that. We signed up a couple years ago. My husband got a targeted offer for 150,000 points. So just so listeners know, 150,000 points is a realistic possibility when signing up for the platinum card. So you may want to be careful with where you get your link or, you know, hold out that's targeted offer, but it is a somewhat common targeted offer. I think I've definitely heard of other people getting that as well. Okay, so let's jump into some of the benefits of the card that offset that annual fee because $695 is, like you mentioned, very hefty. And so there's got to be a reason why people choose to do that, right? Because I know some of our (laughs) listeners are like, "Uh, okay, why would I ever get that credit card if it is $695 for the annual fee? So let's dive in with some of your favorite benefits and maybe some of the ones that you know right off the bat, these are going to help offset that annual fee. I know over the last few years, people have referred to the Amex Platinum as a coupon book, because you really, (laughs) like you said, you have to look at all these credits and perks and do the math. This card is not going to be for everyone. So (laughs) my favorites, though, um, with the amount I travel, definitely the lounges. I think it's the most inclusive lounge card that's out there right now. Um, not only do you get the Centurion Lounge, which is American Express's co-branded kind of lounge, but you also get access to the Delta Sky Club when you're flying with Delta. Um, you get a priority pass, which also comes with the Chase Sapphire Reserve, as mm-hmm. well as the Capital One Venture X. But just like the Capital One Venture X, it does not include restaurants. Um, There's the Escape Lounges, Plaza Premium Lounges, Lufthansa Lounges. So it's definitely the most inclusive lounge card out there. Um, You'll have to do the math, though, because if you have a Capital One Venture X, too, and you already have Priority Pass, how much more value are you getting out of Centurion Lounges, out of which there are only a few in the country, right? That's probably my number one perk. My second biggest perk is the $200 a year Uber credit, which is $15 a month plus a little bit extra in December. Um, And that's easy to use when I travel, right? I'm going to take Ubers around. And if I'm not traveling in a month, you can use it for Uber Eats. So uh, that's Mm, one meal off Uber Eats a month. I was laughing at your Instagram the other day because you posted your Chipotle meal. And that is 100% what our family uses (laughs) our Uber Eats credits on because you can do pickup instead of delivery. Yeah. And then you don't have to pay for that delivery fee. So honestly, I, I checked with our Chipotle and it was the same price, whether I bought it through Uber Eats pickup as it was on their menu. Hmm. So I was like, okay, it's not costing me any extra. We'll use our Uber Eats credits or Uber credits every month for that. And that's how we've used that credit. Well, what yeah, about I the airline it, credit? Uh, um, yeah, the airline credit, man, that thing is a pain to use. I think of all the... <laughs> Things that people complain about, about the American Express Platinum, it's that that airline credit. So traditionally, this credit is supposed to be used for incidentals. So at the beginning of every year, you select an airline. So I, you could select Delta or American Airlines, Southwest or whatever. And then you can use that $200 credits after you select an airline for incidentals. So check bags, drinks on board, preferred seats, things like that. It's kind of hard if you already get free baggage or um, other perks through status or other credit cards to go through that entire $200 in a year. So people Mm. have a hard time using it for its intended purpose. However, there are a few hacks out there uh, to help you spend that $200 much easier. Um, I think the most common one is the United Travel Bank. And what that is, is it's a um, 
they started it, I believe, during during 2020, during the pandemic, as a way you could purchase travel funds. It's basically just like buying a gift card. And people realized that if you would buy 50 or $100 travel bank contributions, it would trigger that credit. So that's probably the easiest oh. and the most common one that people are doing. Now, this is outside of the terms and conditions. So keep in mind that it could be shut down at any point. But right now, mm. it is still working. Um, there's a Delta hack, if you prefer Delta as an airline, um, where if you use a gift card or a flight credit when purchasing a flight, and then you use your Amex Platinum to pay for the remainder amount, and that remainder amount is under that $200, it'll sometimes recognize that amount as as just incidental. So it'll sometimes trigger on that as well. And then oh, that's not cool. as much lately, but um, years ago, I remember people would have some success with Southwest buying really, really cheap under $100 flights, canceling that flight, getting the travel credit, and it triggering just because the the price on the flight was so small. Southwest is our designated airline for our MX Platinum. And it does still trigger if you buy, at least it did last year, we had several small flights. We flew up to Boston and the flights were pretty cheap. And so that did trigger the airline credit. So for those who don't know, I don't know if we said it clearly, you get a $200 airline credit, but that does not include the price of flights. In theory, it's just supposed to be like Ryan mentioned, incidentals, baggage fees, small things. But with cheap flights that were at least under $100, sometimes it would trigger that for the price of the flight. So we've had success with that so far. And as a result, we have used our full $200 platinum credit each year. The other thing people really like to do, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, the credit is good per calendar year. So what that means mm-hmm. is my husband got his platinum in like, I don't know, August of a year. We used the 200 in the first year of the card because sometimes people downgrade cards after about a year. They want to get their max value and then maybe they downgrade a card. So we used our $200 airline credit in the fall before the end of the calendar year in which we got the card. And then in January, it reset. We got another hotel. So really in the first year of having the card, we actually got $400 of benefit. Like had we downgraded the card at that point, then we could have kind of maxed it out for $400 of airline credit instead of $200 in the same year of paying one annual fee. Mm. So that's kind of a, another hack. Okay, Ryan. Well, I know that this card gives you a credit for clear, right? Have you found a lot of value in that versus like the global entry TSA pre-check, all that kind of stuff? Tell tell us what it is in case anybody doesn't know, and then tell us if you like it. Yeah, absolutely. So Clear is a separate service in which uh, they can scan your biometrics in an airport and walk you up to the front of either the TSA pre-check line or the regular line and expedite your uh, security um, experience mm. at the airport. So I used to think it was worth it. It's about, I think it's $189 a year, which Amex Platinum gives you the full credit for. Now, I used to think it was worth it. I don't think it makes much sense anymore. I was actually a clear okay. user before it came to the Amex Platinum. So I was paying, it was cheaper at the time, um, a little bit over $100 a year. Um, I actually signed up for it because I was running late for a flight and the security line was super long and they had a salesperson going through the line like 
we can register you right now and you can skip this line if you're late for your flight. So that's how they got me. And I stayed a member of it. And then eventually it was added as a, as a, um, I believe in 2020 or 2021, it was added as a um, benefit to the Amex Platinum. The, the issue with that though, is once it got added as a benefit to the Amex Platinum, as well as several other credit cards as well, not just the Amex Platinum, um, the lines have gotten much longer and it doesn't really hold much of a benefit anymore, in my opinion. Mm. Just yesterday, I was in Orlando Airport and I got in the clear line, which I always do because I'm paying for it. The TSA pre-check mm-hmm. line was shorter and I have TSA wow. pre-check. So people were passing me in the TSA pre-check line as I was waiting for clear. So Honestly, that think- surprises me because TSA PreCheck, I feel like so many credit cards offer that. And other than Amex Platinum, I don't really know of a credit card that offers the clear membership. So I'm surprised to hear that the TSA PreCheck line was actually shorter than clear. I think it's probably just how clear operates where you have to wait for a person to walk you over to one of the little booths where they scan your eyeballs and then you get escorted after that. I think it's just a process thing. I think there is an exception for if you don't have TSA pre-check for whatever reason. If you don't have TSA pre-check, there are not very many people with clear that do not also have TSA pre-check. So I think you Mm -hmm. could probably skip a lot of the time waiting if you do not have TSA pre-check for whatever reason. But And for those that don't know, yeah, both of them. They're separate credits mm-hmm. on the Amex Platinum. So you can get a clear membership and then separately it also covers a TSA pre-check or global entry membership. So you that's how okay. you can get both of them separately. And I'm a little I'm still confused. Do you pick which one you want to use or you go from one to the next? How are they different from each other? So there's typically a clear line both at the TSA pre-check line and one next to the regular line. So you can belong to clear without belonging to TSA pre-check, just like you can belong to TSA pre-check without belonging to clear. So they kind of stack on top of each other versus like picking one or the other. Gotcha. And in theory, if you have both, it's supposed to be faster, but it doesn't sound like that's the case. Not always, no. (laughs) So another one of the benefits of the Amex Platinum, which it's kind of a joke benefit for some people, because I feel like some people who have Amex Platinum because it is a high annual fee card. They're not big Walmart shoppers. But another one of the benefits of this card is a Walmart Plus membership. Do you take advantage of that or it's not really helpful at all where you live? I do not live anywhere near a Walmart, but I am starting to love the Walmart Plus membership that comes with it, even (laughs) though I don't live near a Walmart. Um, I find myself using it more and more versus using it on Amazon because it comes with the free shipping when you buy things. Um, It comes with free store delivery. So I'm just within the range, even though I'm pretty far from Walmart, where I can get free store delivery. Um, Mm. There's no fuel centers around me, but you can save on fuel at Walmart. And then you get a Paramount Plus subscription as well. So I honestly think that having a Walmart Plus membership is like having another credit card because there are so many perks to having that Walmart Plus membership. So yeah, like you said, Mary Ellen, people make fun of it, but there's a lot of value in it. So people should not sleep on Walmart Plus. 
we were talking on a different episode about how you, and I can't even remember which card we were talking about, but you were saying when you have the Walmart Plus membership, when you're in stores, you can do the scan and go, which codes as something for a different card, which gives you, which card was that? Yeah, so that's the Chase. Sure. It's the Chase Sapphire card gets three times points on online groceries. But if you go into a Walmart store with the Walmart app, yeah, you can do scan and go. And then everything in your cart, not even just groceries, will scan as online groceries. It'll trigger that for South, I mean, for the Chase Sapphire. So So I don't think you have to have. I'm not sure about you, you having do. to have the plus, Walmart you plus. You do, because I looked, because I was in Walmart the other day, and I wanted to do the scan and go, and it offers it only to Walmart plus members, and I was like, do I want to pay this 100 plus bucks right now? I did not, so I didn't do it, but if you are if you have an Amex, and you're getting the Walmart plus membership, and then you have a Chase Sapphire Preferred, which we almost all do, and you're able to get three times the points on anything you buy in a Walmart. That's like everything. That's like your whole life. That's why. Yeah. I love that. I didn't realize, I wasn't for sure that because I just had Walmart Plus from the Amex Platinum, I would. I didn't realize that you had to have that in order to do the scan and go. So there you go. Another win for the Walmart Plus membership. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Another great benefit to the Amex Platinum because almost every person in the United States has some kind of digital entertainment membership, whether it's, you know, Hulu or Disney Plus, ESPN, everything is, you know, memberships these days. So Ryan, tell us about that benefit, because I feel like that's one that almost everybody can use. You get a $240 digital entertainment credit over the year, which is $20 per month. And it's only for select Um, digital entertainment providers. So Netflix isn't included. But the big one that I think everyone uses it for is the Disney bundle, because that Mm -hmm. essentially makes the Disney bundle free. I think there's still like three, four dollars after that credit. But I consider it a free Disney bundle credit at the end of the day, unless you like the Wall Street Journal or something like that, which is also uh, a a digital entertainment credit uh, (laughs) affiliate with them. So um, yeah, I mean, that's an easy one for me because I'm subscribing to it anyways. That's an easy 240 bucks off the uh, annual fee. So, okay, we were talking about a $695 annual fee and why, you know, how are we going to offset that? Mm -hmm. We talked about $200 credit for uh, Uber. We talked about $200 credit for the... Uh, airlines. So that's $400. Then we talked about a Walmart Plus membership. We talked about $240 um, digital entertainment. So all of a sudden we're at two, four, six. We're kind of to that annual fee and we still have more benefits to talk about. So we're kind of already leveling out at even. Now let's talk about a few more benefits and now we're in the good. Okay. So take us through another one of the things that you get just right off the bat with the Amex Platinum card. There is the American Express Fine Hotels and Resort Program. So, and you get a $200 credit a year for any hotel in either this program or the um, American Express Hotel Collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are usually very expensive hotels, usually more than the $200 credit in one night. 
but it comes with additional benefits. So you get daily breakfast for two at most places. You get an upgrade, an experience credit, usually around $100. I use this for boutique hotels. Typically, I know we all love Hyatt's in points and miles, uh, but there's some awesome boutique hotels out there that people are not staying in and that you can't use points and miles for. And I think this credit is the perfect opportunity to go explore those hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to hear where you've stayed. Tell us, yeah, give us do. some examples. <laughs> Absolutely. So in Richmond, Virginia, there was a really, really fancy hotel, the Jefferson. Ooh. Um, and they had like a champagne brunch in the morning. And it was one of those. I was, I'm always fascinated when I stay in a hotel that has a TV in the bathroom. So that was like <laughs> my... <laughs> Park High in like, New York. That was true luxury. Yeah. That's my level of like, this is a luxury hotel when (laughs) you can watch TV in the bathroom. In Minneapolis last year, I actually found a Hyatt that was a part of the fine hotels and resorts program. So I stayed there, got Hyatt points. I don't think you're supposed to get Hyatt points though, when you're not booking directly through them. Don't quote me on that, but I still got points in my account at the end of the day. So, um, I do have a question about that, mm-hmm. though. So can you use the credit for like a night and then pay for the rest with Hyatt points since it is a Hyatt? Or does it have to be an all cash stay to use that credit? It has to be an all cash stay, okay. unfortunately, through American Express. Um, and I'll add to that since that reminded me of another good point. If you're booking a fine hotel and resort, you can use that $200 credit on a one night stay. If you're booking... A hotel collection, hotel stay, which is typically a little bit cheaper than fine hotels and resorts, you have to book two nights for the credit to trigger. So just an important distinction to keep in mind. And uh, I think they probably get a lot of people on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know that Mary Ellen is using her fine hotel credit to go on a anniversary trip to Switzerland in the coming year. I That's going to be exciting. Yeah. We have, we've used Amex Fine Hotels and Resorts a couple times. Like you mentioned, Ryan, it is typically a little bit more expensive hotels. So we used one last year for a getaway for just me and my husband. Only once have we used it on a trip where we had our kids with us because generally with the kids, we stay at cheaper hotels and we reserve mm-hmm. the kind of special nice hotels for uh, when it's a getaway, you know, couples getaway. But we have stayed, we're going to go to Switzerland and we're staying, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. And, you know, I'm it's sorry. Fine. I'm from Let's South Carolina people. Okay. <laughs> I, it is what it is. The, uh, Lausanne, 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 Lausanne Palace. It's a it's palace perfect. in Switzerland. And so that's part of the Amex Fine Hotels and Resort Program. So we will use our $200 credit for that. And then what you should know though, about these hotels is they trigger that $200 credit, but you also get free breakfast for two. Is that every and day? You get Every day of your stay at a fine hotel and resort, you get free breakfast for two, and then you get a one-time $100 credit to use at the resort. And that can be at the restaurant. It can be at the spa. So when you think about a stay, you get $200 back as a statement credit, then you get free breakfast, then you get, it's kind of like having status with a hotel, even though you don't have status, it's not a chain that you have status with. It's kind of like having Hyatt Globalist with the free breakfast Mm -hmm. without actually, because it's more of a boutique hotel, you don't have status with it. But we have used it at the Liberty 
in Boston, which is actually a Marriott luxury collection hotel. So being a Marriott, we could have used points for it, but we use the we paid cash with the Fine Hotels and Resort program. So we had free breakfast for two, and then we ended up using the hundred dollar credit on breakfast for our kids. That was an example of when we oh. actually did have our kids with us. So that's how we used our hundred dollar credit, which isn't glamorous, you know, it's not like the spa, but we still use that credit, which is great. And then we have been to the Charleston Place, which is a lovely hotel in Charleston, South Carolina. Hopped down there on our Southwest Companion Pass. And for that hotel, it's a, I just love the Charleston Place Hotel. Number one, I think everyone should visit it when they're in Charleston. It's super cute. Downstairs, they have all these little shops and restaurants. So we used our, we got breakfast in bed. They let you use your breakfast oh, credit for breakfast fancy. in bed. Yes, they give you a little welcome gift. So there's some champagne and chocolate covered strawberries. And then we used our $100 credit again, not at the spa. We were missing out on spa life. (laughs) Instead, we're always trying to be economical, right? So we used our $100 credit at the restaurant, uh, which was good, a free meal, you know, for our trip because we're all about travel hacking and that builds in a meal. So those are some of the places that we've used the fine hotels and resort. And honestly, that's probably one of our favorite things overall about the platinum card. I think it's, it just feels fun to feel like you have status or some kind of celebrity nature when you're staying at a hotel. It makes you feel a little special, you know, it's, it makes you feel a little special. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. There's an interesting hack I was thinking about a week or two ago here in that Capital One just released a very similar program with very Mm. similar perks. Yes. Credit experience credit, free breakfast every day, honest day. If you were to use your $200 American Express Platinum credit for a night at a fine hotel and resort, a lot of those um, hotels from what I've seen are also in Capital One's program. You could get a second night with your $300 credit over there. So just something to think about if you want to stay more than the one night since these hotels are so expensive. I love that, Ryan. I love that. We kind of did that, not with the Capital One, but when we went to Charleston, we stayed one night with Amex Fine Hotels and Resort. And the second night I actually booked through a Southwest shopping portal because at the time I was working on earning a companion pass and it was going to give me like 10,000 Southwest points, like, you know, some really large amount, maybe it was more than that, 15,000 Southwest points to pay through that shopping portal. Mm. And what I did was because you get an upgrade. So part of the program is you get a room upgrade if it's available. So I told my husband, I'm going to book the first night of our stay with the Amex Fine Hotels and Resorts program and the second night in the shopping portal. Because in the second night, normally I wouldn't qualify for a room upgrade. But if we're already in a room, I don't think they'll make us move rooms. If I, you know, when we're checking in, give us the room upgrade. And then say, hey, we're, we're actually staying two nights. Can we just stay in the same room? And of course, they let us. So that was kind of my Ooh. sneaky way to get two nights in the room upgrade rather than just one. That's actually so genius. And I think it is the perfect segue into talking a little bit about stacking and shopping portals. I have seen on your Instagram that you get into Rakuten the same way that we do. So I don't have the Amex, so I'm just getting the cash back there. But maybe talk a little bit about Rakuten, what it is, and then how it's a benefit to get points back versus the cash back. Sure. Yeah. Rakuten is a shopping portal. So you can go through Rakuten whenever you're shopping online, click through 
their website to go onto um, the vendor's website and you'll get a percentage of cash back typically. So um, say I wanted to buy something from Saks Fifth Avenue, I would go to Rakuten first, look up Saks Fifth Avenue, click on the bring me to Saks Fifth Avenue, and then I would get two, four, whatever percent that they're offering that day cash percent cash back. You can, however, trigger Rakuten to give you Amex points instead mm-hmm. um, at the same rate, one at the same percentage rate. And I prefer this because I can typically get more than 1% back on Amex points when redeeming them. But it's personal preference. I don't think you're doing it wrong if you're getting cash back. You're still saving money at the end of the day if you're using Rakuten, right? Absolutely. So. And I'm glad you <laughs> said Saks because correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a Saks credit on the Platinum card? It's there like a is $50, $50 twice a year, once in the first six months, once in the latter six months. And I am not a fancy person that shops at Saks Fifth Avenue. So that one is... That is one credit that sometimes just goes to waste for me. But if I remember to use it, I will buy whatever random kitchen gadget for Mm. as close to $50 as possible. But I know some people do like that credit. I hear people use it a lot for like a skin kit, like something expensive that you wouldn't normally buy that'll last you a whole year that's close to 50 bucks. That's what I hear people use a lot. But I actually like the kitchen gadget idea. And you know what else Saks has? They have really nice candles. Okay, I love a candle, you guys. they're They're like $50 for one candle, but they last all year and they smell amazing. That's definitely one of those perks of the Amex Platinum that I wouldn't use otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like fair to say, okay, this is money I'm going to spend anyway. So it kind of offsets the annual fee. It's just totally a bonus credit above the annual fee, just kind of an extra perk. And I definitely do not shop at Sex Fifth Avenue (laughs) normally either. But I love that credit. And honestly, as soon as like July 1st comes and January 1st comes, I am on saxfifthavenue.com and I'm spending the credit, but I'm not going much over either. Mm -hmm. I have bought, um, because I have small children, I love bamboo pajamas. I know that's a world that you guys Mm -hmm. are not in. But I get Posh Peanut is a brand of bamboo kids pajamas that I can get at Saks Fifth Avenue. And then the South Carolina in me brings out Lily Pulitzer. If I'm going to go to a tropical getaway, then I need some Lily in my life. And so those are the things that I have used my Saks Fifth Avenue bonus credit for. That is a lot of fun. Guys, I think we should switch gears. And I think it's time to talk about what everybody really wants us to talk about, which is the travel partners. Who can we transfer to? Ryan, take it away. And who are your favorites? Absolutely. So they have 18 different flight transfer partners and three different hotel ones. Um, I personally have booked with Aeroplan, Air France, KLM, Delta, JetBlue, Qatar, Virgin Atlantic, Marriott, which is one of their hotel ones, and Hilton. Um, And I feel like American Express has so many more transfer bonuses with more frequency than Chase or City Mm -hmm. or Capital One ever does. So typically, I am spending my points on whoever has a transfer bonus that is the most tempting. I will typically, if there's not a transfer bonus, I'll typically opt to use Chase points instead or Capital Mm -hmm. One points before I go to Amex points because I know their transfer bonus is usually coming during the year and that I can get more value out of my American Express points for that. So um, yeah, it's hard to say which uh, transfer 
uh, partner I like the best when I'm just kind of chasing the deal at the end of the day. We love to chase the deal. I think that's kind of our MO as well. Can you remember your favorite redemption with points that you transferred from Amex? I I mean, I like booking Delta flights with Virgin Atlantic, not one in particular, but you can typically get some pretty good deals there um, as someone who frequents, uh, who frequently travels uh, domestically versus internationally. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of great international transfer partners with Amex as well. Have you gotten to fly any of those really coveted like suites that everybody talks about? I have done international business class, but I would not consider myself a uh, like some other people on Instagram a business <laughs> class aficionado. I am perfectly fine sitting on a twenty-hour flight to Japan in economy. It's yeah. just it, it depends on people and their preferences, and I'd rather uh, get more trips than fewer in luxury. We are um, definitely me, on that same page with you. <laughs> throw me in the cargo hold for all I care. Yes. As long as I'm getting to my destination, that's, that's the important thing. Yes. I think the one thing that I'm planning on trying to go as fancy as possible for is going to be our honeymoon, which will probably not be till 2025 because we're, we're getting married in the fall this year. So that is the one time that I really am not going to worry about like getting the most bang for my buck. I just want you to put me in a lie flat like suite of some sort and bring me some free champagne. You're planning a honeymoon as well, right? I feel like I saw that on Instagram. Yes, I we're getting married in April and we're okay. going on a honeymoon in May to Alaska actually. Wow. And this is not Amex related. It's actually capital we used capital 1 points for it, but um, we're going to doing one of those Alaska cruises. We wanted to do something untraditional. Oh, awesome. So we're going like dog sledding and whale watching and all of that. But typically you can't use points and miles in a easy way on cruises. Right. So I got the Venture X when it first came out two years ago. And I just use this my two times card when I'm I would normally otherwise get one times points on something. And over time with that, plus the welcome bonus, plus they're very generous with referral bonuses. You get 25,000 points if you refer someone. Wow. Um, I just purchased a racer the entire cruise. So That's that was kind of nice. my... Yeah. Awesome. And I know people shame the purchase eraser because you're only getting 1% back, but people need to stop shaming it because... Mm-hmm. It's a, I just got a free cruise out of it. Like, that's yes. awesome. Yes. Yeah. We are all Memories. about that. No shames. Whatever redemption is great for you and your family is the redemption to do. It doesn't matter if it's not enough cents per point. It is your honeymoon and it's the trip that you and your fiance want to take. So we are all about celebrating that redemption, mm-hmm. regardless of the cents per point value. Absolutely. Going back to the American Express Platinum, if you have a Platinum card, you are actually um, eligible to participate in the American Express Cruise Privileges Program, which is a way so you can book cruises through this program and you get onboard credit, you can get free uh, specialty dinings, you can get all these different perks by booking your cruise through this program that you need an American Express Platinum card to use. So did not know about that. There's one thing that I noticed, I just remembered that we haven't talked about yet with Amex, and it's each card family kind of has their own way of doing this, but everyone knows I love Chase offers. I've talked about Chase offers. I've been trying to get Joanna to do more Chase offers because I get a lot of cash back that way. 
But Amex also has Amex offers. And it's kind of nice because there are ways to track how much money you're saving over time with offers. And I have seen them have, you know, offers for Royal Caribbean cruises to get cash back, certain hotel chains to get cash back, stores like Under Armour. Amex offers, they're a little, I don't think they're as good as Chase in a lot of ways. They're a little more all over the place, I think, not just like things that I necessarily use all the time as much as Chase offers, but there are some good ones. Do you use the Amex offers, Ryan? I do. And I go in once a month and just add all of them to my cards because um, like other providers like Chase and Capital One, you have to actually go in and add the offers to your card. But funny enough, I'm going on a cruise on Thursday Ooh! and I think it was spend $1,000 and get 10,000 American Express points was the wow. was the offer. So I got an extra 10,000 points on top of the spend I was already doing just by adding that offer to my card. That is so cool. I love that. <laughs> that is really cool. And I feel like we need to really quickly rewind. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Rakuten, but I'm going to give Mary Ellen a chance to tell everybody how many Amex points she earned last year using the Rakuten shopping portal. Go ahead. You just tell the people. Yes. Well, I know there are people that have earned more than me, but I did always use Rakuten and link it to my Amex. And I didn't realize I was preparing for this episode that I earned over 73,000 Amex points. On just by using Rakuten, 73,000. I mean, that's a sign up bonus. That's a round trip business class flight overseas. Like, that's significant. People discount the shopping portals, but when you see it as a lump sum of 73,000 points, I'm telling you, don't sleep on Rakuten, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so bad at all of these. I'm bad at the offers and I'm bad at the, the shopping portals because I'm a, just a quick, in a hurry person and I never ever remember to go check something I'm about to buy over there first. I know people add it to a computer browser, but I do everything from my phone. So uh, don't be like me is is the point because Mary Ellen over here is very disciplined about making sure if she's going to purchase something, she's checking the offers in the portals. And clearly that value adds up. Are you aware there's an app that you can have all of your Amex offers, Chase offers, it like automatically enrolls them, enrolls you in them each month. Are you familiar with that app? Yes, it is the Card Pointers app. It does have a fee with it, but I use it. It's awesome. Okay, I got to look into that. I definitely need to look that up. And maybe we can find Mm -hmm. a link and put that in the show notes for people. Um. I wanted to ask if you've ever been in Amex pop-up jail, because this this is the horror that people talk about all the time with Amex. Yeah, I previously was in Amex pop-up jail, no longer. And if you're not familiar with what Amex pop-up jail is, it is when you are applying for a new card with Amex and you will get a pop-up notification that says you're not eligible for the welcome bonus, essentially. Um, and there are multiple reasons for this. And they're not always, you don't always know why, but um, one of the things you can do is start spending money on your Amex cards. One mm-hmm. of the um, reasons you may be in Amex pop up jails because you have cards with them, but you're not putting any spend on them. And Amex really values loyalty uh, more so than I would say any other credit card issuer. So by spending money on cards you already have, you're more likely to get out of uh, pop up jail that and just hoping for the best because sometimes (laughs) things just can't be explained. But yes, it does happen. 
uh, every now and then to people, but you can't get out of it. So it's not a it's not a death wish. How long did it take you to get out of it? I want to say I was in there for about a year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, agonizing, I'm sure. Well, maybe we switch gears a little bit here as we're kind of wrapping up. And you tell us in the whole of your travel hacking, is there a trip or two that stand out as your favorite trip that you've ever travel hacked, whether it's like the value was your favorite or the place you visited was your favorite? Like, tell us about some of your favorite redemptions ever. This is going to sound silly because it's so unglamorous, I'm sure, to what other people say for their favorite redemption. But back in 2021, um, it was right after the pandemic, and me and my fiance were long distance at the time. Um, and I went to visit her kind of mid-pandemic, and I just ended up staying there. She lived in South Dakota. I had never been to South Dakota before, wow. and I ended up staying there for six months. Um and she hadn't seen her brother since the beginning of the pandemic. And we woke up one morning on a Saturday morning and he lives in Kansas City. And she was like, yeah, I would love to see my brother. And I was like, do you want to just go this morning? We have points and miles, like let's use them. So yeah, I think that was probably the coolest redemption story. Like I said earlier, I'm not super into like the business class life flat. I do love it. I do love it. Don't <laughs> get me wrong, but that's not my go-to redemption. I love doing things with spontaneity. I love waking up and going on a weekend trip yes. um, when I can take off work. Um, yeah. So that all my favorite stories are my last minute booking stories like that. Yeah. I think that what is we talk awesome. about. Yeah. Because I mean, there are just things since we both started travel hacking, I know that we would never be able to do. She just took her son on a little mom son trip. I just took my daughter on a surprise 12th birthday trip to Chicago. And, you know, I'm able to pop down and see my grandmother in Atlanta. And we're looking at our school calendars like, okay, when, do, when is there a break? Let's go. And we just, we're not that kind of people. She's, she's a nurse. I'm a nanny. We are just average, hardworking people that don't just have a massive travel budget. And what is so cool about this is we're able to make these incredible memories. I'm sure that was so special for your fiance to just get to go see her brother. Mm. Like that warms my heart. And that is why we're so passionate about this. That's why we spend hours each week recording these episodes because we want people to be able to experience this. Like, thanks for sharing that because I love that. That's like so much more fun to me than hearing about some elaborate, you know, trip. It's really cool. To me, that is the inspirational side of travel hacking. People mm -hmm. talk about inspirational trips as these overseas, you know, business class things. But to me, that is the most special. And that is the reason to travel hack. Absolutely. Ryan, tell us where we can find you on Instagram. And then tell us an account that you enjoy following that you think is fun to follow that you've gained a lot of information from or you just think is a really cool account. So what's your Instagram? And then who is fun to follow? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at profits and points. And then one account that I have loved lately is the Point Sisters at Point Sisters. 
and it's Kelsey and Devin, and they're from San Diego, and they are redemption experts. Oh, Most cool. notably, recently, they have, they're have they experts at this thing called the Around the World Redemption, which I had never heard of before, yes. in that you can call, um, it's with ANA, you can call ANA, you can't do it online, and you can book a trip around the world back to your starting spot as a points redemption. And it is incredibly complicated. There are so many rules. You can only go forward. You can't go backwards. You have to complete it in a certain amount of time. You can only hit each continent. and But they know everything. So wow. definitely follow them if you're interested in those kind of more complicated. I believe Devin right now is on her honeymoon and it is an around the world trip. So that is yeah. so cool. We will definitely link them as well as you in our show notes because uh, definitely want everybody to follow a good, interesting account, especially one like that. I've never heard of that. So now I feel like I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, it's not even as many points as you think. It really is a cool travel hacking thing. So we've got to get them on the show to tell oh, everyone how to do that because it's a, be awesome. a really neat thing in travel hacking. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on today. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap up that you feel like was super important and we missed? No, it's something we address, though. Use your points for for what makes you happy. Don't look at Instagram and and fall for this. I have to have this aspirational thing. They're there for us to have experiences and make memories. Use your points. Absolutely. Earn and burn, baby. That's a direct quote from Ryan's <laughs> recent Instagram post. Earn and burn, burn baby. And burn. That is amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been an awesome episode. I do not think we could have had a better Amex Platinum episode. You're the perfect person. You know so much. We really appreciate you. And thank you all. If you enjoyed this show today, please consider giving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really, really appreciate it. It helps boost us in the algorithm. Mary Ellen, where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me at Family Travel for the Win with the number four. And you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Hacking Our Wanderlust. You guys, it would mean the world to us if you would use one of the links in our show notes or find us on social media shoot us a dm we'd be happy to send you a referral link and answer any questions you may have about cards you're interested in do not google find a link if you have any questions please send them our way at hackingyourwanderlust at gmail.com 